Welcome to the Blissing Out podcast. My name is Katie Benford, and I'm the founder of the spiritual development brand, Blissing Out. I'm a women's embodiment coach, as well as a master manifestation coach, and it is my soul's mission to help as many women as I can become the most blissed out version of themselves. My intent with this podcast is to help you step into your internal abundance, manifest your craziest desires, and inspire you to take the very first steps into your dream life. Consider this podcast to be your weekly dose of spirituality, motivation, manifestation tips and tricks, mindset hacks, and so much more. I am so excited to be going on this journey with you to help you realize the infinite power that is already within you. Thank you so much for pressing play today, and let's create some bliss together. Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to the Blissing Out podcast. I am so, so, so grateful for you pressing play today. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite, favorite topics because it really dives into the science behind the mind and the science behind why appreciation is the only place to live from when you are manifesting your desires into your life. Um, and this topic is super important because I'm, I'm not only going to explain why you have to be living from appreciation and gratitude, but I'm also going to explain how you can live from appreciation and gratitude and how to make quick shifts in your life um, that will take you from feeling you know, uninspired, you're feeling overwhelmed, you're letting self-doubt kind of creep in and really shifting that to living from appreciation and gratitude. That way you can sustainably manifest your desires into your life. So first things first, I really want to mention that the wait list for my eight-week one-on-one coaching program, Aligned for Bliss, is now live. I'm so excited to be launching this program. If you have ever imagined yourself as the high vibe, successful, free and full of full of love, badass that you want to be, this is for you. Um, You'll learn how to step into your inner abundance so you can manifest your dream car, financial situation, your dream home, your dream love life, career, and so much more. So if you're interested in being a part of this amazing coaching program, send me a DM on Instagram. My username is in the show notes. So just to get going on this topic, I want to bring up Abraham Hicks because The importance of emotions is something that Abraham Hicks speaks so deeply on and it really was a game changer when I learned about what our emotions mean and how we can really use them to our advantage. So our emotions are constantly impacting our manifesting abilities by impacting our vibration. So basically when we have a thought and we attach an emotion to it, it becomes a dominant thought. And our dominant thoughts impact our values (laughs) and our values impact our habits and our habits impact our behaviors and our behaviors impact our results. So as you can see, when we're living from a negative emotion, it kind of trickles down the line and ends up dictating our results. So we would ultimately be calling in a negative result as well because we are focusing on negative thoughts, therefore focusing on negative emotions and so on and so on. So while it is true to say that thoughts become things, there is quite a bit in between the thought and the actual result that take place. Um, And that's another thing that I'm going to be discussing on this podcast episode. So if you're not familiar with Abraham Hicks, um, it is this amazing spiritual being that comes through Esther Hicks, who is married to Jerry Hicks. Um, And Abraham channels through Esther and, and literally explains the importance of emotions and thoughts. And Abraham is 
her spirit guide, basically. And he, and they, that's how they refer to themselves, they come through and give Esther the, the information that she's seeking in terms of embodiment and spiritual awakening and everything that she chooses to ask them. So basically what they discuss in their book, Ask and It Is Given, it is an amazing book. I highly recommend it. Um, so there's an emotional guidance scale. Basically what the emotion guidance scale is, is it shows that when we are living from a negative emotion, we must choose a better feeling thought to move up the scale to eventually reach a positive emotion and reach that top level of emotion to where we can really get into alignment with our desires. And the top level of the emotion is that of like joy, gratitude, and appreciation. So you can see that when you reach that top level and you're in alignment, you're living from joy, appreciation, and gratitude. So this is why it's really important to understand how to help yourself get to that point. Um, The reason why this scale exists is because as opposed to you just being in a really shitty situation and you're in a shitty mood and let's just say you're vibing at, you know, an angry emotion and that's the emotion that you're cultivating right now and that you're bringing towards the front of your mind. Um, When you're doing this and then you say, you know what, I'm just going to stop being angry. I'm just going to be happy. I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to be joyful. I'm going to be grateful. You can kind of feel like a fraud when you do that. And I'm, I'm sure you've had situations where you've been in a bad mood and then you're like, you know what, I shouldn't be in a bad mood. I'm just going to force myself to be happy. And another reason why this isn't a good idea is because what we resist persists. And so when you're stuffing down that feeling of anger and you're resisting it, more things are going to pop up that are going to make you angry because our minds can only pick up on what we believe to be true in any current moment or any given moment. So if you're thinking that you're angry and that there's all these reasons to be angry, your mind is only going to pick up on more reasons to be angry. So what we can do at the emotional guidance scale is to basically forgive ourselves if we have an angry thought pop up. And this is part of the, one of the reasons why manifestation does get a bad rap is because people don't realize that we are not sitting here telling you to just ignore all of your negative emotions. We are sitting here telling you to work through the negative emotions so you can choose a better feeling thought that will eventually move you up that scale, that emotional guidance scale. So what you can do when you notice a negative thought pop up, if you say, you know, maybe it's, God, I'm so angry. I made that mistake in the past, or I'm so angry that, you know, I'm, I, that guy cut me off today, whatever it may be in silly situation. But so when you say that, you basically acknowledge, okay, I'm feeling angry right now. And you just say to yourself, I'm feeling very angry. And then you forgive yourself. You say, you know what? I forgive myself for being, feeling angry. I understand why I'm angry, but I forgive myself. And then from there, you would choose a thought that maybe is disappointment, which is higher on the emotional guidance scale than anger is. So then you pick a, a, a thought that, man, I'm really disappointed in myself that I let my anger get out of control. So now you're not angry anymore, but you are um, um, disappointed, which is one step higher on that emotional guidance scale. And then from there, you say, you know what? I feel disappointed, but I forgive myself. And then from there, you say, okay, I'm kind of content with the situation that happened earlier. I don't really feel good or bad about it. I'm just content with it, you know, whatever. So then you're one step higher 
above disappointment. And this kind of just helps you process the emotions as opposed to just, I'm angry, but I'm going to stuff it down and I'm going to be happy. It just really helps you learn how to choose better feeling thoughts. That way your thoughts become things and you are focusing on the good thoughts so you're going to attract good things into your life. So, you know, like I said, we do know that thoughts become things and we know that the law of attraction says that like attracts like. So if we are constantly focusing on shitty thoughts and we attach shitty emotions, we are going to continue to have those types of thoughts and emotions come into our life and we will continue to experience those results. This is because like attracts like and it does affect everyone the same exact way whether you choose to believe in this or not. So we only pick up on 126 bits of information at any given moment out of 2 million bits. So the way that our mind filters these bits is by going through what we believe to be true. And, you know, when we're, we pick up information through our five senses and then it goes through the filters of our values, identity, beliefs, memories, experiences, time, location, It goes through these filters and then from there it gets deleted, distorted, or generalized. And so when, let's just say you're picking up from your site, if you had a traumatic experience in the past and let's say you saw someone hitting another person. So now every time you see someone hitting another person, you automatically associate it with being bad because you believe that someone hitting another person is bad. But, and this is something I learned in my yes supply, if you see someone hitting someone, but they were really trying to just shove them out of the way because a ton of bricks are falling off of a roof and they're pushing them out of the way, then you would believe, wow, that person is actually saving that person's life. So you'd pick up on the 20, 126 bits of information that support that belief instead. So it's all about perception. Perception is projection. And so when we believe shitty things are going to happen, it's going to project into our reality and shitty things are going to happen to us. Likewise, if you focus on the good feeling thoughts and emotions, more of that is going to come into your life and that will be what frequency you are vibrating at. Therefore, that's the result that you are going to experience. So here's a little bit more about what I'm going to be discussing today. And I'm going to discuss four ways to implement more positive thoughts and emotions and how to move up that emotional guidance skill when you are not feeling so hot. So I'll be discussing why appreciation is the language of the universe and how to use it to your advantage, basically. So number one, the number one way that I like to implement more of a positive mindset when you're feeling down, and this is going to sound like a contradiction, but bear with me, so is to throw a fit. So a lot of times within society, we are told that, especially as women, we're told that emotion is a bad thing. And if you're too emotional, no one's going to want to be around you and you know, just stuff your emotions down because no one likes an emotional person. However, energy needs to be moved when it's stagnant and negative. So if you are, if you're experiencing all of these negative emotions and you really want to be in a positive, a a positive state of emotion, you really need to move that stagnant energy, which means having a fit and throwing a fit. And I'm not sitting here telling you to go punch a wall punch something soft, punch a pillow or something. Um, But, you know, like throw a fit, cry, get angry, scream into a pillow, whatever it is that you need to do to move that stagnant energy out and really work through it. Because like I said, what we resist persists. So by removing those old negative emotions, you can actually work on moving up the scale 
Because if you remove anger, you move up to disappointment. When you remove disappointment, you move up or you move up to contentment. From contentment, you might move up to, okay, I'm feeling more hopeful. Okay, now I'm feeling more optimistic. So you can see how by removing those old emotions and really working through them, you are able to move up that guidance scale much easily or much much easier. And it's much easier to get to a more positive state. So Number two is changing your beliefs and changing your beliefs is such a key when you are trying to manifest your desires. It's something that a lot of the manifestation community misses and another reason why manifestation gets a bad reputation. So thoughts are generated from your beliefs and whatever you believe to be true becomes your internal representation of the world and your internal representation is also how your thoughts are generated. However, If you choose the thought and think it enough times with enough emotion, thoughts can also generate beliefs. So it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like your beliefs generate your thoughts, but if you think a thought so many times and with so much emotion, it it can also be integrated as a belief into your mind, Um, which I know can sound a little bit confusing, but let's just put it this way. If you're constantly thinking I'm dumb and lazy and you're attaching that a negative emotion to it, it's ultimately going to become one of your beliefs because you're you're putting so much attention on it and your subconscious is going to say, okay, this is important. She keeps saying this. She keeps thinking this. She keeps attaching emotion to this. So obviously it must be important. I'm just going to integrate it as a belief so I can conserve energy and I don't have to continue to... I can basically go on autopilot is what your subconscious says. So this is how affirmations work and this is why affirmations work I'm not sitting here telling you that affirmations are the only piece to the puzzle and affirmations will change your life alone but you really need to break down your old limiting beliefs prior to implementing these new affirmations because you cannot occupy a filled space and I know I've said that a million times but it just goes to show you that deconstruction is one of the most important steps within this manifestation process you have to actually deconstruct your own old limiting thought patterns or your beliefs too, your thought patterns and your beliefs in order to integrate these new ones because otherwise you've been with the beliefs that you have right now for so long and it's gotten you where you are today. But if you want to go further than this and you want to go higher up in life than this, you're going to have to change your beliefs. Your current beliefs will not be able to take you to where you want to go ultimately. You have to change those beliefs to fit the future version of you. And so... In order to change the quality of your thoughts, you have to change the quality of your beliefs. And if you have a belief that's no longer serving you, you have to dismantle this belief and build a new one, which is exactly what I will be teaching in Aligned for Bliss, the one-on-one coaching program. So here's a little bit of a snippet of what is going to be broken down much more in the one-on-one coaching program. So the way to do this is to choose the belief and let's say... You're trying to manifest your dream love life, but you believe that there are no good men or women out there. And you find evidence of this being inaccurate because, or I'm sorry, you find evidence of this being inaccurate. You have to have proof for your subconscious mind to kind of pay attention. So if you have the belief there are no good men or women out there anymore, everyone's taken, all the good ones are gone, whatever it may be. Ask yourself, is this 100% true? And you need to find examples of why this is not true. And the reason why you need examples, again, is because the subconscious needs proof. The subconscious isn't just going to 
implement something new without seeing any type of proof that it, number one, can be done or if it's accurate. And so when we find proof, we're able to sit there and consciously say, you know what? This belief isn't serving me anymore, number one. And number two, it's not even true. There are plenty of good men and women out there. I just haven't met them yet. But that doesn't mean they're not on their way to me right now. And so when we do this, you know, we can move forward and we can create a new affirmation from the opposite of that belief. And we can repeat that all day long. And now because there isn't the negative belief in the place of where the positive belief is going to go, your subconscious is going to integrate it that much quicker and that much easier than it would if that old belief was still there. So awareness is the most important aspect of this process is becoming aware of the beliefs and really becoming aware of your thoughts and how to kind of make sense of make sense of your thoughts based on you know it kind of when you become aware of your thoughts you're like okay I'm having this negative thought come through what belief could be attached to this thought like what belief is generating this thought so for example if you believe that making money is hard and you keep having these thoughts pop up like gosh Making money is really hard. I don't know how to make this. You know, money is really difficult to make. If you keep having this thought come through, you might be able to to attach it to the belief that money is a limited resource. And so you hold the belief that money is a limited resource. Therefore, you think it's really hard to make. Um, And then from there, you would go and find evidence. And one of the best ways that I've done this is to, I've Googled how many dollar bills are printed each day. And it really does put things into perspective because, you know, money is generated every single day. And money is really just a piece of paper that we use for exchanges of goods and services. And so when you see that money is an unlimited resource, you can change your your belief. And then your thoughts become money is unlimited. Money is always supporting me. There's plenty to go around. I'm living in an abundance mindset. I'm not living from lack. So when you do that, it really does change your thoughts. And then your thoughts, again, change your values. Your values begin to change um, your habits. Your habits begin to change your behaviors. And your behaviors will change your results. So changing beliefs, again, is a tough process. So it's, it's, it's not something that can just be done overnight. And you really do need to implement this on a daily basis in order to see the best results. So number three is gratitude and meditation. And one of the quickest ways to raise your vibration when you're feeling low and you're feeling these negative emotions creep in and these negative thoughts creep in is to express gratitude for all that you have. Make a gratitude list. When I was just starting out in my manifestation journey, I kept a gratitude journal where I just wrote down three things that I was grateful for every single morning. And it literally could have been anything. It was like, I'm grateful for my ability to walk. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my shower. Like anything that I had, I just made a gratitude list every morning and I made it a practice because when you do this, it rewires your mind to focus on the positive as opposed to focusing on the negative. And again, it 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 helps you focus on what you have and not what you don't have. And it it chooses or it helps you choose how to focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. And... The reason why gratitude is the most important is because it shows the universe that you are recognizing all of the blessings that are around you right now and saying thank you. And the way that I've heard this said is imagine that you give someone a gift and 
they just kind of toss it to the side and they're like, oh yeah, great. And they just begin to like want other gifts to open. How would you feel? Like you'd feel pretty shitty if, if someone did that to you. So the universe is no exception to that. If the universe blesses you with something and you're not acknowledging what a blessing it is, the universe is not going to bring you anything else because you're not living from a place of gratitude. You're constantly looking for the next thing and you're not acknowledging what you already have. And again, like attracts like. So if you live from gratitude, the universe is going to send you more to be grateful for. And if you're living from, I don't have enough right now, I am lacking all that I desire, and you're not taking note of everything that you have around you, then you're still going to receive more lack because that's the vibration that you are, or I'm sorry, that's the frequency that you are vibrating at. So, and on top of everything that I just said, gratitude helps you focus on the big picture and it helps you not let the little things piss you off. So if I mean, here's an example from from my own life and my own experience. I was at Whole Foods the other day and I had been feeling really good all week. I was just kind of like feeling really aligned and feeling really in tune with my gratitude and feeling just very grateful for all that I had. And I'm sitting there in line for about 10 minutes. The line was really long and it's my turn to go up next and this lady cuts me in line. And I could have blown up. I could have been like, what the fuck? Why are you cutting me? This is ridiculous. You know, like, who do you think you are? I could have blown up on this lady. She was an old lady. But you know what I did instead? Because I was in that mode of feeling grateful and feeling like really just like completely aligned with who I am and what I'm grateful for. I just stepped back and I said, you know what? I'm going to let her go. It's not worth it. I'm not in a hurry. I... Like, if I blow up on this chick, like, I'm going to be pissed off about it later. So I'm just going to let her go and, you know, just be grateful that I'm here. I'm able to buy these things and that's it. And what happened was was kind of funny because um, I, she looked back at me and she said, oh my God, did I just cut you? And I'm like, no. Or I said, yeah, but it's okay. You know, it's not a big deal. It's it's really not a big deal. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm just, you know, so out of it. And she explained like a little bit about what was going on in her life. And I was like, you know what? I'm so happy I didn't blow up on her because she was going through something that of course she cut someone in line and wasn't paying attention because she had so many other things on her mind. And I'm just so happy that I was able to just sit there and be like, you know what? I'm just going to let her go. It's really not a big deal. It's not going to matter in five years. I'm grateful that I'm here, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, again, it just helps you focus on big picture and it helps you really focus on the good and focus on what you want out of life and not the opposite. So the second part of number three is meditation. And meditation is one of my favorite ways to really connect with your thoughts and begin practicing to be more conscious of your thoughts. So it's not about turning off your mind. And a lot of people get this confused with meditation when they're just starting out. And I did too. So I always thought that meditation was meant to like have, you're supposed to turn off your mind completely and you're not supposed to have any thoughts come through. But it's not about that. It's about practicing to be more conscious of your thoughts and choosing the ones that feel good. And the way that I like to describe meditation is just sitting there being quiet and relaxing and focusing on your breath. But then when a thought pops up, you don't attach meaning to it. You recognize it and then you let it go. And you don't attach any meaning, good or bad, to it. It's just there. It's neutral. But this gets you in the habit of your conscious mind being like, is this true? 
Is this not true? How can I prove that this is true? How can I prove this is not true? Does this thought make me feel good or does it make me feel like shit? And again, thoughts become things. So when you get into the habit of every time a thought pops up into your mind, you catch yourself and you say, wait a second, is this true or is it not true? And if it is true, is there 100% evidence that this is true? And most of the time, if not all the time, it's not going to be true. And so especially when you're dealing with limiting thoughts and limiting beliefs that are put forth by your ego, um, when your ego is just trying to keep you safe and your ego is just trying to get you back into your comfort zone if you've gone off to do something that's really epic, um, this is a great way to just kind of get you in the habit of not believing every single thought that comes through to you, but really beginning to monitor your thoughts and choosing the ones that you can focus on and that make you feel really good. So number four is a bit of a challenge and I want you guys to do this for the next 24 hours after listening to this or you can start tomorrow morning. So for 24 hours, I want you to complain about absolutely nothing. And I know that it might be difficult because when you're not in the habit of not complaining, it can be really difficult because habit or um, your habits are that of complaining. But for the next 24 hours, I want you to identify as someone who does not complain and someone that just lets things happen and doesn't place meaning on certain things and doesn't get upset about the little stuff. And what I want you to do here is just to try to see the good in every situation. So if you have a negative thought pop up about someone or something or an experience that is less than perfect, I want you to acknowledge it, but I don't want you to attach meaning to it. And I really want you to focus on picking a better feeling thought because this is the way, again, it's just about training. It's about training yourself. And this is why implementation is so important within manifestation because I can sit here and tell you all the steps and I can tell you what to do and you can be listening to me really telling you what to do and how to change your mindset. But if you don't implement, all of it's useless. And so this challenge just is a a really fun, easy way to kind of get you in the habit of implementing these thoughts and not attaching meaning to every single thought and picking a better feeling thought. So... That's the first part of this. And the second part is I want you to go on an appreciation rampage. And this is similar to what um, Manifestation Babe does, Catherine Zinkina. She does a gratitude rampage. But mine is a little bit different in the way that it's an appreciation rampage. So I want you to start by taking a walk or going outside and appreciate, you know, the little dog that's on a walk having the time of its life or the flowers that are growing through the sidewalk or the clouds in the sky. I want you to take a look at all of the abundance that is around you and appreciate it and truly appreciate these things. And I mean, like, don't just walk by and be like, yeah, I appreciate that. Like that just completely defeats the purpose. I want you to express gratitude to the universe for blessing you with these things. And I understand that you know, a flower growing through the sidewalk isn't really like adding much to your life, but that's only if you believe it's not adding much to your life. Enthusiasm breeds positivity. So when you are enthusiastic about the little things, you're gonna you're going to receive more things to be enthusiastic about. And eventually those will scale up to the bigger things that you want. But you have to start somewhere. You have to start with being appreciative of the small things first and then you move on to okay 
I'm going to be really appreciated for my health and my family and my support system. And then you go into, okay, I'm really appreciative of my apartment and my home and my husband and my wife and whoever it is that you're appreciative of that means has great significance in your life. And from there, you really just begin to express that appreciation outward and show the universe that you're grateful for its beauty, number one, and the things that it's already blessed you with. And when we live from appreciation, we you cannot allow negativity to penetrate your subconscious or your conscious mind. Appreciation is living from self-love. And as we know, self-love is the highest frequency that you can be vibrating at. And when you when you are living from self-love, you don't let the negative or the negative little things get to you. You don't let it penetrate your subconscious. So you, you know, keep your beliefs, your new positive beliefs safe. And you know that you are 100% connected to the universe. And because our mind can only process one emotion at a time, you know, if you're feeling appreciative or living from that place and someone cuts you off, you may have a thought pop up in your mind, but the more you practice, you're going to be able to dismiss that thought, put it, put it away where it came from and not suppress it, but acknowledge it and say, I understand why you're here. However, I'm choosing to focus on that guy is just late for work and that's why he cut me off. It has nothing to do with me. I'm not taking it personally. And again, I'm going to go back to this because it's so important, but feelings dictate your habits, behaviors, and your results. And so I'm going to give you an example here because this is something that's so important and something that I hype on so much, but it's so true that you know your beliefs dictate your thoughts, your thoughts dictate your feelings, your feelings dictate your habits, your habits dictate your behaviors, and your behaviors dictate your results. So it's all a like chain effect that if you try to start with your behaviors, you're missing like four steps in between. And so that's not going to be sustainable. You have to start with your beliefs. You have to start with the belief or you start with the thought. It's one of the two. And typically the way that I like to do it is starting with the belief because I, I believe that most of the time beliefs are generating your thoughts and it's it's generating your internal representation of the world, which is your thoughts. And when we change our belief, you know, you're changing your thoughts and you're changing your idea of the world. And that's how you're going to raise your frequency to match that of your desire to call it in. So here's an example on feelings dictating your habits, behaviors, and results. So if you focus on a thought that you're overweight and you attach a sad emotion to it and you think about it all day, your value is going to be comforting yourself with food so you make yourself feel less sad. The habit would be coming home and sitting on the couch with ice cream. The behavior is overeating and the results are staying out of shape and overweight. So as you can see here, it started with an innocent thought like, oh my gosh, I'm so overweight. I'm sorry, my email keeps going off. But oh my gosh, I'm so overweight. I am so unhappy because I'm so overweight. That's stemming from the belief that you are always going to be overweight and that your immune or your metabolism is slowing down, whatever it may be. And then you're attaching emotion to it. It's becoming a dominant thought. That dominant thought is becoming your value. Your value is becoming your behavior or I'm sorry, your habit, and then your habit is becoming your behavior, and your behavior is becoming your result. So in order to change this, you would change the belief to, I am losing weight every day. Or I, you know what? I would actually change it to, I am releasing weight every day, because our subconscious mind doesn't like to lose things. So if you say, I am releasing weight every day, I'm shedding weight every day. 
my metabolism is faster than ever. My body knows how to burn fat. If you change the belief and you dismantle the other one, as in I'm always going to be overweight, you must dismantle that. You must figure out why that's not true and ask yourself like, okay, I'm always going to be overweight. Is this true? I mean, what evidence is there that this is true or is this just my mind playing a trick on me? Is this true? Nine times out of 10, you're going to say, no, this is not true. Unless you have some type of medical condition that you are always going to be overweight and even then you can still find a solution to where you can lose weight. So nine times out of 10, your mind is playing tricks on you. This practice of, you know, really throwing a fit, getting all of your stagnant and negative energy out in the first place, making room for your new beliefs, then changing your beliefs to better fit your life and your new life and your dream life, and then integrating those beliefs with gratitude and meditation, and then implementing your new practices by appreciation and not complaining. You can see that this process really does help you work on a belief level as opposed to just working on a behavioral level and this really does help manifest your desires into your life because again appreciation and gratitude are the highest frequency that you can be vibrating up and if you think about it this way if you think about your future self your future self that has every single thing that you could desire every single thing that you want is she worried or is she focusing on the lack of her desire in her life is she focusing on oh poor me I don't have my desire yet is she focusing on you know I'm never gonna gain success I'm never gonna gain anything no What she does, and I'm telling you this because I've experienced it, what she does is she works through her emotions as they come. She doesn't stuff them down, nor does she place too much meaning on the negative emotions. She doesn't judge herself for having these emotions. So that's step one in my process, right? Working through them, throwing a fit, getting them out, (laughs) removing the old uh, negative energy. From there... She gets to the root of why these emotions are present and identifies the belief that are attached to these emotions and these thoughts. And she dismantles it, finds proof that it's not true, and she rebuilds her new belief to better fit her life or that better fits her life and her success. From there, she practices gratitude by being grateful for all that she has and all that she will have and knows that everything she desires will come into her life in divine timing as long as she lives from gratitude and appreciation. And number four, and most importantly, she is appreciative of everything that she has because she has everything she wants. She's never sitting there on the pity pot saying, oh, poor me, I don't have this desire yet. You know, it's never going to come into my life. She is appreciative because she already has everything. She already has the million dollars. She already has the dream car. She already has the dream partner. She already has the dream home. So... When you sit there and you start to lose your appreciative state or lose your grateful state, 
bring it back to the center and say, what would my future self be doing right now? What would she be thinking? What would she be feeling? Would she be grateful for her desires? Even if your desires haven't come into your life yet, you need to ignore your other senses and just focus on the fact that your desires are coming to you no matter what. It's just in divine timing. And there's a reason why these desires are not in your life yet. And it will all make sense when you look back on it in five years. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. Again, I'm so grateful for each and every one of you that are tuning into these. They mean so much to me. All of your reviews and your shares mean so much to me as well. If you, if this resonated with you, please feel free to leave a review, share it on your Instagram and tag me. Again, my um, Instagram username is in the show notes. And you can also use that username to apply to my one-on-one coaching program, Aligned for Bliss. And I'm so looking forward to my next podcast episode. I know it's going to be great and we're going to have a lot of fun. So thank you again and go create some bliss. Thank you so much for listening to the Blissing Out podcast. If this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. Please leave a review below about something you learned. Hit subscribe and as always, feel free to follow me on Instagram at blissingoutblog. I look forward to your next time tuning in. Spread light.